Big Dog Bowl Talk, Fat Eye Corner, Jordan Flegel. Back at you Friday. It's Friday, Jordan, and uh, I think that we, we need to address something. EGIF. Um, end of uh, last last podcast, uh, my good friend Jordan always says that uh, the weather has been crazy lately. Yes. Uh, and that he hadn't liked it. Uh, and then suddenly, uh, after this, we were hit with another Hold on. Ice storm I didn't say I hadn't like I didn't say I didn't like it. I, I said I was cool with it, but it was weird. Uh, did I say I didn't like it? I don't really know, to be honest. You were just talking about the weather. So I, I, oh, I, wow. think, All right. I think right now, you don't I, even I listen think to we, me need to, uh, we need to we need to take a deep dive into this one. But uh, do you feel that you may have tampered well, yeah, with the, yes. the weather that we, we've gotten recently? Because it was yes. a crazy couple days there. I know. Uh, but uh, you know, it's, uh, it hasn't been as bad lately. No, yeah, I did bring it up. And, and then I, uh, yeah, like the day after the snow started coming down. And I, felt, I, do, I do feel bad. That tends to happen uh, on, on the pod. But... Uh, yeah, we've got snow again, but I mean, Matt, it, it, that's the thing, it's like, it should be like this in February, so, uh, you know, I, yeah, it is yeah. kind of weird, uh, we've gotten used to, a almost snowless, uh, a winter, but, I mean, I'm fine with it, I mean, the snow coming down now, I don't care, man, I've already got my sights set on my, my spring body, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going full oh, no. out for it, so, uh, you know, it's, it's, I, if anything, I need more time to, to get, you know, as ripped as I, uh, to be oh, so. yeah you need time <laughs> okay but i'm almost there you have to admit i mean it's, it's close but anyway mm-hmm. spring's coming i forget sure. what well, did wired and willie see his shadow or what you know about wired and willie fuck that guy fuck that guy i don't know man that where the real wired and willie died like four times so Look, i don't i, I he was reborn it's all it's all right i'm sure there's been many different but you know he's he's always there uh also who pulls wired and willie out because i up. i imagine it's larry miller is larry miller still the mp up in wyarton no is he dead I think he's done oh He's over, man. Right. No, he's not dead, but uh, he's definitely not doing it. I'm pretty sure yeah, the passing the, the the passing of the guards already happened, man. Right. Uh, from back then uh, in the in the, the Gray Bruce area, no more. Uh, I think what's there. There was one uh, the the MP uh, passed. I'm pretty oh. sure uh, right. Walker. Oh, he died. So, yeah, they. I think so. What? If anyone's interested uh, in uh, in in the in the politics, the great yeah, just look area, up Larry Miller. Fucking wired. Larry They're Miller dialed wired, in yeah. right now. This is yeah. This is a this is a, a great start. But uh, Jordan, I also was wondering you know, if you control the weather once, like when mm-hmm. you get mad, do you notice thunder thunderstorms and uh, typhoons arise depending <laughs> on how angry you get? Uh, when you're happy, the sun shines. Uh, when you're sad, it really pours rain. Like, have you noticed any kind of correlation here? Because maybe they're moving on to something. Maybe you're a mutant. I, I, I was gonna say, Matt. I've never told anyone, but I have noticed uh, things like that. But you know, look, if I was a mutant, I wouldn't be on that storm shit. I'd be like Nightcrawler, man. I'd be, uh, you know, slithering around. He's the one who disappears midair, right? And then he. I know who he is. Okay. Yeah, all right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's... You wouldn't be. Him, yes, man. I would, Matt. You would be. If anything, you'd be Perseverate. You'd be. You'd be Xavier, man, without the mind powers. So I just you'd just be in the wheelchair. Okay, Matt. All right. I'll let you. I'll let you sit that with that with, uh, with that one because mean. <laughs> um, How's that mean? <laughs> okay, fine. Well, look. Uh, uh, okay, maybe not Nightcrawler. Let, let me think of another. No, Nightcrawler. Because Night, isn't he also German? Is it at least in the movie? Isn't doesn't he have this weird like German accent? I have no clue. I swear man. he does. Bart Knocker. Yeah. Uh, the uh, maybe you would be maybe you'd be the guy who could be Cyclops, bro. Yeah. yeah. No, well, no, you'd be the shoot the la- the laser. Hey, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, kind of lame. Like yeah, there we go. Yeah. No real like function. He's you the just leader, have to bro. wear you just wear glasses. Uh, but mm-hmm. um, I mean, gives me an excuse to wear sunglasses indoors. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There you go. There you go, Matt. Seriously, guys, don't 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 let me take these off, oh. or else it's gonna be trouble. 
And I say, oh, seriously, let me see your eyes. Let me look deep into them. <laughs> Head erased. Uh, okay, back on track, everybody. Let me know uh, what X-Men you would be uh, at Big Dog Bowl Talk on Twitter. Uh, but to get into it, uh, you know, I, I, I guess uh, we are we are going to try and pretend to be Professor X here. We're going to try and predict the oh, future. Yeah. Don't wow. know if he does that shit. Never, re- never read the comics. Don't really care for the movies. Uh, but let's say he predicts the future in this case. Uh, I think he, he basically his, uh, does that. I think that's kind of what yeah, he does. Yeah, I, I feel like it. I feel like it's in his wheelhouse. Yeah. Uh, actually, you know, another thing, Jordan, you can be the Professor X to, to my Magneto. Right. There we go. That'll be interesting. That'll be a good one. Uh, but I, I just want to wear the fancy outfit. Right. Um, but uh, we, we are going to be looking into the, uh, the well, really it's not the second half of the season. It's more like the last quarter of the season. Yeah. Uh, but uh, we're going to be making our uh, making a few predictions, uh, rubbing the crystal ball and seeing what comes out uh, when it comes to how the rest of the season is going to play out. Uh, you know, there's been lots and lots of changes, as we've already discussed uh, previously. If you want to get any of our takes on uh, the trade deadline or uh, any of the other uh, rumored moves that have uh, that have transpired, uh, feel free to go back a couple podcasts and you'll be able to find all of our takes there in depth. But yeah. uh, those groundbreaking uh, league-altering changes have, have definitely uh, caused uh, caused some havoc here in the NBA. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we're, we're going to dive into a couple of the, the teams that we think, uh, or players that uh, could turn it on or cool off in the second half of the uh, the NBA season, uh, Jordan. Who's the? Uh, well, give give me your first one right here. Uh, what what's uh, what what's a good one that you think uh, not a lot of people are expecting from you? Uh, are you are we talking players? Or are we talking teams? Just to clarify. Yeah, whichever man. <sighs> Prediction of anything could be uh, could literally be uh, you could be talking about uh, what, what what sneakers you think the referees yeah. will be lacing. Yeah, up, I'll uh, get I'll year. get to that eventually. But you know, I think. It's the one team I'm intrigued about, just looking team-wise, and I guess player-wise too, uh, is I think Brooklyn's in this really weird, interesting situation where I don't think they're going to be that bad, and there's no there's no reason for them to like try to be bad. Like I think some people thought, mm-hmm. oh, you know, they were going to plummet out of the standings because they don't have KD or Kyrie, but like you look at their team. And they're just full of good players. Like, they don't have any great players. But then you look at Mikhail Bridges, who had a 45-point game, uh, who now has all the runway. Insane that night, too. Yeah, and he has all the runway in the world now to just become uh, as you know as big of a star as you know he's ever going to be. Like, this is the best situation for him to showcase how good individually he can be. And... And they've got Dinwiddie, who's you know can sort of run run the show at the point, and he he's he's good at doing that. Like not on the greatest team, you don't want him as your lead ball handler on you know like a finals team, but and uh you know where where Brooklyn is at around the fifth seed, like he he can go and do that, and he's got lots of guys to kick it out to, you know Cam Johnson that's there, and uh, you know Dorian Finney-Smith, and they've got they still got Nick Claxton, who's one of the good, or I would I would say one of the best like young uh, defensive centers that we have, um, and and so they've got a bit of a weird team in the middle, like they're they're not perfectly constructed, but they've got the pieces still, uh, and and so I think they're just going to be really interesting. Like I wouldn't really want to play Brooklyn if, if even if I'm one of the b- better teams, uh, not that I think that they would win, but like. Like right now, the four or five is Cleveland and Brooklyn, and 
I, I like Cleveland has no one to defend any of those those wings that they have that that plethora of wings that they have, and then the, Cleveland, or, I mean Brooklyn on you know defensively defending Cleveland, they're gonna have a lot of options to throw out at uh, you know their their two guards Garland and Mitchell, and even you know Claxton and you know you, you got Dayron Sharp in there, you got even God forget maybe Ben Simmons comes comes out and and shows you something. Uh, I, 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 yeah, and, and Utah like the, so I, I wouldn't. This might be crazy, but I wouldn't be shocked out of my mind if somehow Brooklyn was able to pull off some crazy upset against Cleveland. I'm not. I, I will admit I'm not as high on Cleveland as a lot of other people, so I don't think they have the experience yet, and I don't think they're, uh, you know, quite uh, uh, on the same level as those three teams ahead of them in the East. But yeah, Brooklyn I find very very interesting. It's gonna see. It's gonna be interesting to see. I mean, there's still ten games over 500, so there's even if they, you know bottom out like they're 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 making the the at least the play-in like they're going to be a a factor but i would say like if i had to predict i would say they would like probably new york overtakes them but i i i would say they stay i wouldn't be shocked if they stay in that sixth seat or above and and, and avoid the play-in altogether because from what i've seen they're actually going to be a decent team which is strange for a team of a yeah, bunch of yeah. trade chips basically yeah, I uh, I actually had the exact same prediction written down, but I, I I'm holding true here. I think they're going to stay in the top five of the East. I don't think go. they're going to budge. Uh, I know it's uh, it's early, but I just feel like this team's got so much versatility. And they love and they uh, love it. The vibes are crazy. Like they just yeah. they're having so mm-hmm. much fun too. Yeah, they they they're all meshing really well. Uh, you know, Jacques Vaughn seems to actually be uh, you know one of the better uh, coaches in the NBA yeah. right now, like bursting onto the scene. And uh, you know, he's had a, a pretty crazy first tenure as a head coach, yeah. uh, and so far he's made it work with both teams, very different teams. Uh, and again, obviously the sample size here with the the current Nets is a, a little bit smaller uh, than, uh, than than anyone else's. But uh, you know, when you when you look at the the team as a whole. They shouldn't be performing as well as they have, uh, yeah. and I think they're only going to get better. I mean, Mikhail yeah. Bridges, uh, I think, is uh, you know potentially uh, you know going to end up being an all star. He could be the the main attraction to this team. Uh, yeah. I mean, it looks kind of like he's been unlocked. You know, he's uh, he's the first option. Uh, that that game that you were talking about the the, the, the forty five pointer, like he was insane. Yeah. Uh, every single shot he was taking, like uh, I I'd never seen him really have to do any of those things in Phoenix because he was really just a three and D guy. Yeah. Now that he's kind of got no restrictions, they've unlocked him a little bit. You just put another four amazing defenders around him yeah. and you have got a, a team that no one's going to want to play. I mean, their upside, I would say, is fairly limited. Yeah. Uh, I don't think that they're, you know, again, like they, I don't think they can compete with uh, the 76ers, the Bucks, the Celtics, even the Cavs, I think, would be a, a tough matchup for them, uh, just star power-wise. You know, I think uh, having to control uh, Garland and Mitchell while you've got the, the big bodies of uh, Mobley and, uh, and Allen down low, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's, it's, it's a tough matchup for any team. Uh, but again, they've, as you said, like they've kind of got these guys who you might be able to, you know, give them a tough run, uh, in, in a first round series, if that was the four or five matchup. Cause I mean, like Nick Claxton has been, uh, you know, the, he, he's a guy who probably deserves maybe even a little bit more, uh, talk in the defensive player of the year yeah, race. I mean, been he's been so one good. of the best rim protectors yeah. like I've seen in uh, the last couple of years yeah. and, uh, he's really exploded on that end. I think it was just, uh, cutting off his hair. Yeah. Uh, it turned out, yeah. uh, that that was what was that's holding what him it, back. That's when it changed. I like I like the look uh, with the the long uh, the long hair, but I mean it, it is what it is. Uh, he's, uh, he seems to get more bounce, a little more defense. He gets plus five defensive yeah. attributes uh, <laughs> when it's cut short. But uh, you know, Cla- Claxton's been amazing, and, and you kind of brought him up there. I mean, Ben Ten, Ben Simmons, 
if there's any way this guy can break out of this spell, then the, this team would be amazing. Yeah, like imagine, uh, it, and that's really the biggest thing. Yeah, imagine if All Star Ben Simmons somehow became like was just on this team. Like that, th- then yeah. this team would be really fucking good. Like when when he used to run up and down the court, you know, get out in the open floor and you know was passing the ball and and uh, you know God forbid attacking the rim every now and then like. He's got so many shooters around him. Like if he would just somehow, mm-hmm. if he could somehow, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not holding out any hope because he looks broken uh, as a person and yeah. a player. But you know, if he could somehow get back to that, like he's got. This is the team everyone was like, you know, put put him on a team like this, like, uh, you know, and he's just got you know these young athletic you know shooters, guys that can run with him and guys that yep. can knock down yep. shots. Like that's that's all he's got now. It, you know, the 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 issue of you know finding finding ways to either play him basically as your center or or giving up the shooting when you play him with at the four with Claxton like that's that's still a bit of a challenge but like he he's played a lot of just five basically and he's been relegated basically to their fucking third string center right now plays to yeah. behind uh Sharp a lot of the time but um like just yeah theoretically uh how good would this team be if if he was back to his all-star self it, it's just crazy to think yeah, well, and Jordan, I'm gonna, you know, we're talking about one Eastern Conference team here. I want to spitball another prediction here at you, and I think you're going to like it. Yeah, uh, yeah. I feel like you probably would have even had this one down as well, especially based on last uh, last night's win against the New Orleans Pelicans. Get me a double. And, and you know they and thank thank God they won yesterday. Thank God they won yesterday. Yes. Uh, because I would have I this might I might have just foregone this whole uh, this, this entire thing. <laughs> uh, but the rap. The Raptors, Jordan? They're, they're making, making a run! Yeah, I'm they're making a run, yes. They're making the playoffs. Yes. I think they're going to do it. I needed the All-Star break to sit and uh, pause and reflect. I <laughs> sat in my silence chamber and uh, 72 hours, no light, no sound, no nothing. I just sat there and just thought about the Toronto Raptors like I usually do at the All-Star break. Yeah. Uh, and, and and I came to the conclusion, they shouldn't be bad now. They shouldn't be. I'm not saying they're going to be great. I'm not saying that they're going to be contenders. They're not going to be anything amazing. They're going to probably lose in the first round. But... I think that they've got a little bit to fight for here. Yeah. Just to get some respect, just to get more playoff experience, just to finish strong. Because when you look at the teams that are ahead of them, I I, I would take the Raptors over almost all of these uh, these these playoff teams that uh, they could possibly face. Like from uh, the Heat down, I think you could almost yeah. argue that the, the Raptors are better. Even the Knicks, you could make an argument. I, I don't think I would go as far as to to say they could beat the Knicks. Uh, but but again, this this Raptors team seems to be playing. Pretty well, and all they fucking needed was a center. Something that we've been saying for two years. All it took was getting a center. And Jakob Pertl has been amazing lately. Been he's got uh, he's got back-to-back games where he's scoring. like in, uh, They had 21 last night, uh, almost, uh, th- almost 30 pieces first game uh, against the Magic on Valentine's Day. Uh, him and Spicy P are dominating down low. Yep. Uh, and, and, you know, it's taking a lot of pressure off these guys. Last night it was, uh, it was point Scotty, and you could yep. almost hardly tell. And Scotty was looking good, like... I think that the vibes are starting to, to heal. Nature is healing for the Raptors, yep. and uh, I think this is where they make their push, and I think regardless where they finish within the play-in, I think they, they can make that uh, that eight seed. Yeah, 100%. Like, I, I, the, the, looking back on it, like I, I texted you. The first game back after the, uh, the All-Star break, they fucking lose to Utah in another close game that they blow at the end of the 
uh, you know, the fourth at home. And I said, I'm not watching mm-hmm. them again because that was so, that was the most frustrating thing I've ever seen. That was seen. A horrible. Yeah. I was so fucking what mad. Was that? that was like a uh, that was like a double digit lead. Yeah. like three minutes left. Oh my god, we we could not score in the fourth. We we had everyone. We didn't have OG. I don't think was playing and and. No, he was, he's been out since and, uh, for the last like month. He, this was his first game back. Yeah, yeah and, and yeah, we get OG back last night too. But but yeah, I mean they, they didn't have OG, and I they might not have had Gary. But uh, no, I think they did. But but it was the first game after the trade deadline, and I was like, all right, so we've got we've got Yak now. We we're we're, we're going to be good, right? But it turns out like you know, I, I had to hit rock bottom there, and then we it, we etch out like by the skin of our teeth. Uh, we beat Detroit by one point, which would have been another absolute fucking disastrous loss. Maybe I, I would have been serious about not watching them ever again. But they, 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 they beat Detroit, and then, yeah, the last two, Orlando and New Orleans, like, that, they, they, they've really come into their own. Like, and if they don't blow that Utah game, that, that'd be five in a row for them, which I think they haven't done this season yet because they, well, they beat... And they beat the Spurs between yeah. uh, those two because that was the game. They beat the Spurs, then Jakob just stayed in Toronto. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, so uh, you know, without blowing that Utah game, which I think... You know, maybe you can forgive because, you know, it's Yak's first game. Maybe, you know, it took some time to, even though he played well in that game, uh, I think he almost fouled out. Like, maybe, it, it, I'll give him the benefit that, you know, you get, you get one sort of grace game. But since then, they've, they've, they've won. And, and so, and, and like you're saying, I mean, Yak has been absolutely amazing. He's been perfect. And all the people complaining about, you know, giving up the draft pick and, you know, oh, I don't like this trade. Like, are, you're, you're fucking dumb because, like, honestly, him... Him next to Siakam, even like take 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 away like all the off court stuff. That's that's awesome. Like those guys are like legitimate friends. Came into the you know same draft class. You know played together. Uh, legitimately seem to really love each other. Uh, well, like each other. Um, Matt. Uh, but, hey, who knows? <laughs> but uh, like the, on the court, the fit is perfect too. Like it, it, to 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 have a guy who can like offensively not only go and score the ball himself and be like a big guy like an offensive rebounding threat all that stuff but who can also pass to pascal like you know whether he's in the post or you know out like yakov's yep. passing has been incredible that's something you know clearly that messiah has wanted like out of his center since and and you know nick nurse as well you know since they they got marcus Saul and saw how valuable that could be uh he kind of does that uh to a lesser extent um and then you know d- defensively obviously having the rib protector you know the guy who can you know he can hit outlet passes he is Finally, I mean, we talked about it. It was clear the first, even in that Utah game that they lost that first fucking time. He's out there setting screens. These guys are like, "What the hell is this?" Like, we've never had someone with this big of a body setting screens. Like, he he opens up so much mm-hmm. space for everybody. So he's just he's he's the perfect fit uh, and 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 guy to put in that role. Um, and then I like like I always kind of talk about with with sort of little moves. Sometimes you make a little move and everyone else falls into place a little bit better and then just naturally plays better because you know the, the their role makes a little bit more sense like i think everyone was just before before they had this center everyone was stressed you know you had pascal playing up there you had scotty playing up there you had these guys you know uh r- really sort of having to stretch outside of what they're comfortable doing and everyone was nobody looked like they were having fun um but you know last night you got you know uh, everyone's playing well uh, chris boucher takes off from the fucking free throw line and, and yams it uh you got vibes back in the building so i'm 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 all for it and i i i do think that these guys especially you know fred van Vliet wasn't even playing last night but once he no. comes back they've got a fully healthy team outside of Otto porter who we already know is you know uh out, out for the rest of the season but i think they're He's they're they're primed to uh to make a run i agree with you matt and and it might be a little bit of a you know homer take from us but i i i, I like 
we're, we're going to get to it, but Atlanta seems to be in shambles, you know, right, right, right uh, ahead of them. Uh, the, the Bulls and the Wizards, I think they, they, they might be ready to die because care. holy shit, the yeah. Bulls, I, I mean, I can't even yeah. talk about the Bulls. Like they, they went into the All-Star break on a, some sort of five game losing streak. They, they, they blew. Hey, you're going to have to come talk about the Bulls a little bit later 20. as well. We got some down bad Eastern Conference. Oh bubble God, teams here. you're right. But we got some, some, you know, they, they were, uh, blew a 20 point plus lead to the, to the Pacers going into the All-Star break. So, you know, the, and then the Heat, mm-hmm. who knows what's happening with the Heat? I mean, this whole Kyle Lowry situation—they're fucking old. Uh, who, who do they sign? You know, to get spry legs. We talked about it last part. Yo, oh, Kevin Love. Yeah, that'll help uh, with that. Uh, so, you know, New York—I do think might be a bit out of reach, or like, if not out of reach, you know, they deserve to be where they're at. But yeah, below that, I think the Raptors. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if the Raptors go on, um, you know, a decently long win streak or a couple of, you know, broken up with some wins against good teams. Because I think they're motivated, yeah. and I think they're they're finally built to go out and win. Yeah, though they got the the Pistons, the Cavs, the Bulls, and then the Wizards back to back. I mean, uh, you look at that schedule; you should be able to win four out of those five games, probably. Yep. Uh, please don't let me fucking buy back into this team. <laughs> uh, the 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 last uh, the last prediction that I'm going to throw here for the second half of the season that I've got written down here. Uh, you know, with the Western Conference getting so competitive, uh, you know, there's probably going to be some shakeups. There's going to be uh, some risers and some fallers. And one of the teams that I see kind of plummeting down the standings, uh, you know, still within the top six, uh, you know, not, not going to be in trouble losing their playoff spot, but the Memphis Grizzlies. I've got my eye on you. I know. I, I they they took the they took the the, the, the loss to the seventy the seventy sixers last night. Great and, game. Uh, you Great know, fucking game. To, yeah, dramatic dramatic fashion as well. Uh, you know, Joel Embiid and uh, John Morant meeting at the the steeple there the uh, to decide the game. Uh, and it was a. Uh, it's a it, it it it's still a great team, and it's still a team that you know I've I've pumped the tires of in the past, but I just feel like. All the the noise is going to catch up with them, and you know I've I've you watch some of these plays. I mean, Dylan Brooks has looked. He's starting to play wacky. Like he's getting enough oh, eyes yeah. on him that you know you're you're getting to tell that he's not good enough to talk uh, all all the shit that he talks. Um, and and you know the Kings, I think they're going to be vulnerable as well to drop. But uh, the Grizzlies, I think, are going to be the more noticeable one uh, when they fall because the Clippers, they're going to be better. Yep. The Suns are going to be way Phoenix, better. Yep. Uh, you know, come come, come March first, uh, and then uh, the Mavericks even uh, they've looked strong uh, with Kyrie. So I think you have four teams uh, or three teams, pardon me, behind you. That realistically could, you know, win, you know, maybe eighty percent of their games, and uh, you know the the Grizzlies might drop a little bit there, uh, you know, if they play them head to head at all. Uh, and I could see the Grizzlies, you know, finally seeding that second spot because I feel like the Western Conference it's been Denver one, Memphis two, uh, all season long. But I I could see one of those uh, three teams overtaking them and you know going on a bit of a run to finish off the season. Uh, and I think if the Grizzlies don't have such a favorable uh, playoff seeding. That could really hurt them in the playoffs because I think they really they they're gonna need to have a crazy seed like that. Like if you look at last year, they almost lost to the Timberwolves, yeah. uh, and they had a pretty nice seed already. Uh, so I'm 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 very weary of uh, the Grizzlies and uh, their potential finish of the season here. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a good call. Like that last night was a good example. Like I I, I think they will still, you know, that uh, being one of the deepest teams in the league, team that tries really hard and you know in. in incredible defensively and you've got someone like jaw i think they'll still beat up on the bad teams but i think last night showed you like when when you've got a, a, a another like heavy hitter whether it's the east or the west who can actually do something like in the half court when the game slows down like i, I think that memphis 
as constructed right now, is going to continue to lose those type of games because, like, the, if they're if they're not in you know this free flowing kind of and 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 at times you know they like it when it's sort of up and down and a bit ugly and like you know it, it, it's fast paced. Jaw can get out and run and you know take it to the rim. Yep. Like when it slows down and, and and turns into like a playoff style grind, these guys have trouble scoring the ball because they don't like Dylan Brooks isn't uh you know anywhere approaching like an all-star level player who can you know make a dribble move on the wing and and, and go get his shot Desmond Bain as great as he is uh, and and he has been incredible this year is still not a guy who you can dump the ball to and say okay go get your own shot either like he's a guy he, and and even last night like he, he he started off the game hot but then went cold and he got two really good looks from three uh, you know, a, a one off a good play by by Jenkins, and then uh, you know uh, a rebound comes back to him, and, and he missed both. Um, and and I I look around at that team, and other than Jaw, like the the issue of having um, you know a, a team just full of you know dogs and guys who go 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 out and get after it is they're not they're not stars, and we see again and again you you need uh, some sort of guy resembling a star uh, if you're going to uh, you know go in advance in the playoffs and beat the really good teams and jaw 100 percent is the star is a star he's one of the you know the best stars in the league but it's hard to be that guy as a point guard and especially a guy like jaw like he's still not comfortable you know going into the mid-range and hitting a pull-up or even pulling up from three at yeah. the end of a game he wants to get yeah. to the rim uh you know as much as possible and he did that last night and he got humbled by Embiid. now he's a lot of those times he's going to go in and jam on guys heads but in the playoffs Teams aren't letting you get to the rim. These are the best defensive teams. Yeah. You you are just not getting to the rim. And if you are, you're, you're getting fouled, um, you know, and, and, and that's a punishing thing to do again and again. You need other ways, and, and you flat out need to be able to make and take and make tough jump shots uh, if, if you're going to be good. And yeah. you look at all the other teams, like uh, the, the team they played last night. Like Philly has Harden and Embiid, two guys who can do that. Um, you know, and all the other those other teams in the the West that we're looking at, you talked about the Clippers and Phoenix and Dallas, uh, all, all these teams, they, they have the, those closers who can make those tough uh, you know, shots and, and sort of you, you have the ball and you, you you can give the ball to them on the wing and they can they can drive it in. They can they can go past you a couple dribbles, hit a hit a pull up from the mid range and they can hit a three. And Jaw just doesn't have that completeness to his game, uh, even though he's you know, he's as much of a star as anybody. And they don't have anyone on that team who can really do it. And I think, you know, there's the second best player being Jaron Jackson. He's not going to go get get you a shot either. So I think the, the criticism of the Grizzlies, of you know, they're a much better regular season team than they are going into the playoffs. Um, I, I think that still holds true, and I think you kind of saw that last night. So I, I, I agree. I, I would be a little sort of weary about where they end up, but it, t- to me it, it, it just depends on, on, on their schedule, and I don't think they have a particularly mm-hmm. hard schedule going down down sort of the, 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 the last little bit of the season here. So I think if I had to put money on it, I actually think they do retain the second seed, but it – I, I – I, I could see a world where they do drop down to, to fourth yep. or fifth, and, and and you're right. They 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 need that they need that home court advantage as much as possible. They need to get guys, you know, in, in other teams in the grindhouse there in Memphis, and and really try and sort of, yeah, you know, you use that home crowd energy that that, that they get to win because they uh, like just organically as a team they 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 just don't have the the shot making ability that that all these other teams do mm-hmm. um and and i think yeah they're going to be a really interesting team to, to watch in the playoffs because um they're you know they 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 they, they got uh, luke Kennard who's going to help them they got more shooting but they still don't have that sort of prototypical like wing uh swingman star to go out and and and, and get you a tough bucket and I, I you need that in in today's nba 
Has uh, Luke Kennard done the stupid tunnel dance that they do yet? Because uh, if not, if, you gotta if, get if he in. has, I need to see a clip of that. Because <laughs> uh, that's got to be that's got to be funny. That's got to be funny. Oh yeah, uh, he probably goes but, the opposite way of them. I mean, when you know when he first starts, you know he, he's gonna take some yeah. time to, to get used to it. But yeah, that'll be good. He's doing the mashed potatoes while they're <laughs> yeah. doing uh, they're 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 doing uh, they're doing the put that shit on. Yeah. He's uh, hey guys, remember this? Whoa, <laughs> the scuba diver. Steven uh, Adams yeah. be like, yeah, I love that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the two of them, they'll, they'll get along. Uh, but, uh, Jordan, do you have any other uh, second half of the season predictions before we, uh, we, we we move our way on? Well, we did two Eastern Conference teams. The other team, you, you sort of mentioned them. I'm really interested, and not even as much for basketball reasons, just for this franchise, uh, like uh, uh, with how Sacramento finishes the season. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they're... Like no, people have forgotten like what's going on with Sacramento. They're in third. Like Sa- the Sacramento Kings are in third place in the West right now. Uh, I'm not good with math. What is that? Eight games above 500. That that's crazy. Th- th- these are the Kings we're in my, talking about. In my about. heart, they're still gonna blow this. Well, but that's that's what I'm saying. All right, because you 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 said all that stuff about Memphis. People nipping on their heels. Mm-hmm. Right behind Sacramento, actually tied in the win column of Sacramento is the Clippers. Who look like they are finally becoming, you know, the beast that everyone is expecting. We talked about Phoenix. We know they're going to get better as soon as KD gets out there. Dallas, only a game behind them in the win column. Minnesota, you know, with their new look team. Uh, again, I, I, only two wins back, and I think they are going to be improved. Um, they suck. Matt, they're going to I win me my them. 50, uh, and, and, and they're going to be better with Conley. I, I really do think that. New Orleans, it, I don't know when the fuck Zion is supposed to be back, but if New Orleans somehow, you know, before the end, you before the playoffs. in the all-star jacket. That was cute yeah. the other, uh, last night. <laughs> but, like, you know, somewhere, if, if they can get back, like, there's a lot of teams, and we the exact same reason I'm, I'm sort of looking at Sacramento, as, as we just talked about for Memphis, um, that could make this sort of dream run for Sacramento turn into a bit of a nightmare uh you know I I don't mm-hmm. think they're at they're at risk of missing missing the playoffs I don't even think yeah like I don't think they'll fall out of the top six although who knows but definitely not the play-in so they're, they're gonna be playing postseason basketball but like Sacramento you you if, if you just sort of st- steady the course and really focus in you could finish with a top four seed home court advantage you could be lighting the beam and you could potentially mm-hmm. be be playing deep Play into the beam. postseason. Like this is this is real shit. Like you, this is what uh, you, you are now a, a franchise somehow. You know, out of the depths after however many fucking years it's been since you made the playoffs. That has some, you know, some some expectations on you. And I really hope they don't screw it up because, uh, like, th- th- there's there's a world where they somehow you know we we blink and and by you know by the opening first round game they're they're the seventh seed um and we you know with no chance of advancing you know they 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 get their two games uh at uh, in sacramento at home and then they're out but i hope i hope for the sake of those fans and for the sake of just you know for for fun that they stay in that top four somehow that they hold on to it hold the fort um and and Uh and we see and we see what they do in a first round series with home court advantage because that'll be exciting as hell so i i am i'm simultaneously worried but also hopeful about uh, the Kings that they can somehow just, you know, keep, keep, hold the course, keep it, keep it where you're at because they've, they've had an incredible season so far that people still, even, you know, they've, they've been great. People aren't really talking about all that much. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, Jordan, I'll tell you a story. Uh, there was a team last year that, oh, uh, no. 
defied expectations and rose the standings in their uh, their, their conference. They were uh, in the top three, top four uh, of, of the conference for most of the season. They had two all-stars, a guard and a big, first-time all-stars. Uh, a lot of people thought, oh, no, maybe this is the year. Maybe they'll be able to... Uh, finally get it done and then in the second half of the season they went on a huge losing streak and they lost to the Atlanta Hawks in the play-in yeah. and that was it uh and that's the Cleveland Cavaliers yeah. uh and this could be eerily similar it could happen I'm just Come saying on, the writing's on the wall we've, we've seen it happen before I I, I, I would like to the see Kings. the Kings in the playoffs they're uh they're they're a great offensive team to watch uh you know they've got yeah. uh, some interesting guys up there I'm I, I'm I'm slowly becoming a Malik Monk fan. Uh, yeah, weirdly hey, enough, I I I like I like the way he plays. Yeah. Um, but uh, they they are unfortunately tasked now with being the worst of the good teams yes. Uh, yes, in the are. West, and uh, they're gonna have to try and fight uphill about that because again, yeah, they're a very one dimensional squad, uh, and this uh, this team is inexperienced as hell uh, like none of them really have any postseason experience uh, or at least valuable postseason experience they're, they're key members I mean Harrison Barnes is NBA champion I'll put some respect on his name yeah. uh, but I, 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 I kind of uh, you know, we didn't even talk about them really after the trade deadline but this is a team where when you see all these big moves going down in the West, blockbuster after blockbuster, you got to get on the fucking phones just to make a like, like, like you see the bombs are going off uh, in the countries <laughs> next to you. You got to get you got to start making some calls and sending some shots out so uh, you know they don't uh, impede on your border. Like yeah. this is a uh, they they need to protect the cheeks here, uh, and yeah. uh, they they didn't do that. They are rolling with what they have, and you know maybe that's an investment for the future. Maybe they didn't want to you know pull, go all in because chances are they probably still don't win uh, the, the the chip this year, but. Uh, I think that they're leaving a little bit of meat on the bone right now. They're leaving themselves a little more vulnerable. And, yeah, I like the, the prediction there, too. You know, I, I think, uh, you know, Memphis as well as Sacramento, they're going to have to really fucking claw and, uh, you know, uh, cling on to the, the hopes that they can keep one of those, those top three seeds. Because yep. uh, the Nuggets are, they have the benefit of being, you know, uh, they, they've, they've got a pretty hefty lead uh, in the first place uh, seed there. Yep. But even them, I mean, uh, if you want to look into it, like, you could argue the best teams in the West are uh, outside the bottom three, or outside of the top three. Pardon me. Uh, yeah. And uh, that, that's it's it, it's not insane to say. I mean, the, the the Nuggets are still championship contenders. Don't get me wrong on that. But there's a uh, there's a lot of craziness, a lot of changing of the guard going on in the Western Conference right now. And yeah, I could 100 percent see the Sacramento Kings also kind of fall from grace here, and uh, you know potentially be in trouble for those postseason chances. Longest uh, playoff drought in NBA uh, the the current NBA right now. Yeah. So. I'd like to see it broken, though, but yeah. I don't know. The, 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 well, the, 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 they've never given me a reason to believe in them, so I, I, I still don't really want to right now. <laughs> I know. It, it's hard. It, it feels weird for sure. But, I mean, to, to be clear, even if Sacramento stays in the third spot, I mean, if, if playoffs started today, they're playing Dallas. Uh, I, I'm picking Dallas in that one. I mean, it, yeah. it might be it, it might be close maybe with that home court advantage. Sabonis that's will average no joke. Uh, 25 yeah. and 12 uh, and 8, but yeah. they'll lose. Yeah, yeah. Like, I just – either way, uh, again, I want them to have the best chance, and, and that's with, with that home court, you know, playing playing as, you know, bad of an opponent as you possibly can. I mean, you, you can hope that maybe – there's not even any way to – to sort of avoid one of those good teams, though, like that's how good the middle of the West is. Like, yeah, maybe it's like mm-hmm. D- Dallas doesn't have anywhere to go. Like, if they overtake someone, what you want to play Phoenix instead? Like, there, there's really no, there's no good option for Sacramento. Even again, even if they stay in that uh, sort of top seeding, but you want home court advantage uh, if you can fucking get it. If you, if you want any chance uh, of beating any of these guys, but yeah, it's it's going to be tough. But even this, you know, Sacramento. I mean. 
Maybe I'm maybe I'm uh, doing a disservice and putting too much pressure. Just making the playoffs will be amazing. Uh, it, it, it truly will be. But again, like I just said, you you've had a great season. You 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 know up to this point, you deserve to be where you're at in that third seat. So keep it going. You mm-hmm. you 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 can have a good fun. It's kind of like um uh you know when 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 the Raptors made it in 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 thirteen fourteen. When you know when they first made it with the Kyle and and, and Demar iteration, we had home court in that four five matchup. The Nets obviously beat us in that fucking heartbreaker that I still can't even watch or think about. But uh, it it was it was it was fun to to sort of in, with sort of what felt like your first playoff run in forever to actually have those first two games in front of your home crowd. Uh, it, it, it's 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 a great feeling. So I I hope that Sacramento can can get that going. But like yeah, I, there's there's very few teams uh, unless somehow they play Minnesota. Even then, God, I, I don't know who I'd pick Sacramento over in the first round, but it'll still be fun. It'll still be fun to to, to see a team you know, yeah. almost been twenty years uh, you know in the playoffs for sure. Hey, and we're keeping it fresh here. That'll be the uh, another nice part. But yeah, uh, you know, let us know uh, your predictions on the second half of the NBA season at Big Dog Ball Talk, uh, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, whatever the fuck you want to get us at. Uh, the, and quickly. Got some NBA news to break down before we uh, we say uh, goodbye for uh, the, for the day. Uh, but uh, we kind of talked about it earlier. The the Hawks the uh, of Atlanta don't get it confused. Uh, <laughs> firing head coach Nate McMillan. Moving on. Uh, they send him to greener pastures. Uh, you know the season hasn't gone exactly to plan. Uh, you know based on you know making that splash with Dejounte Murray earlier on. Uh, you know in the off season. Uh, you know people thought maybe the 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 Hawks would be in contention, but they're just as bad as they were last season, if not maybe worse. Uh, Twenty nine and thirty, uh, as it currently sits. Uh, you know they're they're three and a half games back from uh, the six seeded uh, New York Knicks, so they're not even in the, that that great of a situation right now. No. Uh, and you know the, they they they've got their interim coach. It looks kind of like to me, Jordan. This year, they're they're just kind of ready to sit on their hands and say, "Screw it!" I don't think they want to make the plan. I think they they would like to be bad, and uh, I think that's kind of where they're 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 yeah. at because you know there's a lot of talk about maybe potentially moving Trey Young in the off season as well. Uh, you know, based on how his play has been, uh, whether it actually translates to wins or not, uh, I told us so. Uh, <laughs> the uh, the 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 Hawks are are not in a a good situation right now, and I'm sure their fans are uh, a little bit heated right now. Uh, you know, especially after what they gave up to get Dejounte Murray. Uh, so uh, you know, interesting to look at them right now. You know, in that play-in mix, but potentially wanting to take a step back. Uh, but you know, we've seen the Brooklyn Nets with Jacques Vaughn uh, firing their coach actually ended up turning their season around uh, in a way. So uh, I mean, Jordan, what do you think about the Hawks right now, uh, especially after this move? And uh, you know. Uh, potentially, you know, we'll, we'll we'll get into their 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 top head uh, head coach uh, candidate that uh, you know they they've been interviewing, yeah. uh, rumored to be interviewing. Uh, but uh, you know, what, what do you think of the McMillan uh, firing and uh, where where the Hawks stand to go from here? Man, Trey, I mean Trey Young, man, I, I I don't even know like who, who like I think Rudy Gobert is the most hated guy uh, you know in the league probably across <laughs> when you look at you Easily, know all yeah. fact factors, but. Trey Young is becoming like maybe not amongst the players. I'm sure he's a nice guy, but like he, he's he's gonna have the coach killer reputation now 100. percent And like I I just don't think anyone really sort of I don't think anyone other than like little kids who want to uh, look cool and shoot from half court like what Trey Young brings to the table anymore. Like uh, again, I will always give him credit for that awesome yeah. uh, uh, you know run through the playoffs, specifically that series against New York where he went in there and he. 
he he was tough and he was uh, you know uh, more hard nosed than I think people thought uh, and he took the pressure well and he was uh, you know he, he had an incredible run but since then and before then like he's just like he's a guy who dominates the ball absolutely dominates the ball and then gives you nothing yeah. on defense um, and he doesn't look like a, a, a guy people love playing with. Um, and then, like, you pair that with being, you know, he, he had that spat with McMillan earlier in the season about practice or whatever it was. And, like, uh, you know, yeah, and he all, sat. And, he, he, he didn't go to the game or whatever yeah, it was. Yeah, whatever it was. And just the fact that, like, that run, that playoff run, when they the, the thing that they've talked about, like, oh, I can't take the regular season seriously. That was when they hired yeah. McMillan that season. And then they go on that run, if I'm not mistaken. That, I think that was that year, right? They 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 brought I in think, McMillan. I think you could be right. Yeah. They brought in McMillan halfway through, uh, whether that season or the season before. But McMillan was the only guy who ever got these guys to fucking do anything real at all. Anything other than a bottom mm-hmm. feeder team has be, been because of McMillan, you know, being at the helm there. And now he's out, uh, and and for God knows why. Like, I, I, it has to be something to do with Trey. Like, I don't think he was that unpopular with the rest of the guys. Um, and I just think. Trey Young, he's just he, I, he, his his stock, his reputation right now is in the fucking toilet, and and I don't um, like uh, like a similar sort of situation could have theoretically happened with the Raptors, like another team, you know, below expectations, not good. Um, you know, everyone mm-hmm. seems a little bit angry. You know, there was talk about you know getting Nick Nurse out of there, but they make a trade that seems to have worked out for them, and they re they they they, they don't let go of Nick Nurse, uh, and 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 now things have kind of looked like uh you know at least for now that they've gone in a better direction everyone seems happier the raptors are winning mm-hmm. um and so sort of like the the hawks have just gone in that the opposite direction they made the opposite type of thing they didn't make any real uh you know moves they didn't they didn't move off of john collins who's been in trade talks longer than anyone in the history no. of the nba um, well who, who, who knew who knew that uh, teams wouldn't want to give up two first round yeah. picks for the guy that averages like t- nine and nine and five exactly. oh cool exactly and so on on, on 30 million dollars yeah yeah so so you still got him you don't know if you want you know him and trey young to to be sort of your your foundation you've got all these other good players who just don't seem to necessarily mesh yet and yet you look at them you know at their best when they've got their best lineup out there especially collins and capella in the front court and and trey young because he's so good at you know uh you know getting his shots and, and getting other people involved offensively they 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 have one of the best lineups in the league when you look at them but just when you when you step back you look at them bringing in their bench you look at them defensively you look at all the other things you know surrounding that team that, that somehow, because despite that, you know that lineup data or whatever, they're twenty nine and thirty, and and yeah, they just had a disappointing season, and, and and firing your coach at this point, just it's just very weird to me, and, and I I don't think mm-hmm. I I agree that I don't think this is too, I don't think you Happened make with it, the Wizards as well. Yeah, oh yeah, exactly, and, and I I don't think you make this move to say okay, this is this is how we're going to uh, be competitive and get back up there in the playoff hunt. Like I think I think you do this to say all right, something wasn't working. Let's let's fucking mail it in. Because even if you get, you know, even if it's the the interim coach, you know, whoever you bring in, it is not. It takes a while to adjust, and and then time is not what any team has right now. There's only about twenty twenty five games left, or whatever it is. Um, and so, mm-hmm. like, I, I I just think this is a, a mail it in type move for yeah a team that's been really disappointing. And 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 to me, it, this all comes down to Trey Young. And I if I was Landry Fields, I'd get him the fuck out of there as soon as I could. Well, and then you bring up you know. The, the potential new coach coming in, Quinn Snyder. That guy is uh, going to like uh, Coach again, Trey. A great, great, well, that's the thing. He's a great coach. Uh, had a, a, yep. a, a ton of success uh, with Utah Jazz. Really put them on the map in the last uh, you know decade. Yep. Uh, but man, if you're looking at a guy who would be 
the the worst possible fit to coach Trey Young. Worst possible fit because one, he's not going to take any Trey Young shit. No. Uh, not that I think McMillan did either. No, I think that's uh, why he's fired. I mean, I, th- I think that's kind of part of the reason. Yeah, but yeah, I, I think when you have a guy who pretty much just wants to play like he's at the rec, yep. like he's not, uh, you know, he's playing in a, he just plays street ball. He just wants the ball in his hands, yep. doesn't pass uh, unless it's a, a pick and roll or a wide open layup. Yep. Uh, and you know, like we've said with Westbrook uh, in the past, you know, these are uh, Trey Young stats have always been inflated. I was uh, uh, one of the first. Trey Young truthers, yeah. uh, you know the, the easy, his, his stats are empty, and as you said, one of the worst defenders in the NBA. So even all the buckets Terrible. he gives you, he's gonna let all of them up on the other end. Yeah. Uh, and you know some of that is based on his size, but the effort isn't there, the skill isn't there. You can tell he's not working out in the gym like to, to actually get you know yeah. more lateral movement in no. there. He's he's just not a defender. You take that guy and you make Quinn Snyder try and coach him <laughs> up, unless Coach Snyder can you know can like just somehow. I don't know, brainwash him uh, or could mind control, whatever, some kind of some kind of craziness. His there. back's gonna flare uh, up. There's no he, way that this would work. Isn't that why he retired to get back surgery or something? Like it's it's not gonna it's not yeah. gonna go well. But yeah, I don't uh, I don't know what the the, the 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 only thing that I could think of again, as I kind of alluded to earlier, you know that the the Hawks are rumored to potentially be moving Trey Young in the off season. Yeah. You got Dejounte <clears throat> Murray there, who would be a perfect player. To have uh, in a Quinn Snyder system, yep. uh, and now you've uh, now you've got something here. So yep. I, I I don't know. I think that this could be the the Trey Young sweepstakes uh, first step. That's my uh, that's my call here. I think uh, by uh, the the twenty twenty three twenty four season, Trey Young will be elsewhere. Yeah, yeah. Well, if really, Quinn Snyder's brought in, I mean, yeah. if they decide to fucking go and get uh, Luke Walton or something, <laughs> yeah, then, yeah, then yeah. that'd be totally different. You'll get Dan Tony. Uh, Trey Young can stay stay right there, but he's yeah. always around. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, we'll see. I've I've been very interested even thinking about like who who would trade for Trey Young like I know the fucking a a young for Carl uh, Anthony Towns type of swap has been talked about that's very weird like I I, I guess get Gobert back with Quinn Snyder well that's great. well it, Trey Gobert that, that that was the other thing one like, year going back to going back to what uh like I said in the off season like I think that the the Timberwolves should have been aggressive making a trade for uh, DeJounte if he was available, and the Hawks should have went after uh, Gobert. Uh, like, I think they should have reversed the sort of defensive player that they go give up their whole, uh, you know, uh, fucking war chest for. Because I think yeah. um, as, as good as Capella has been, and he's, he's been good in his run with the Hawks, like, I've, like, he's been a good starting center. Like, if you had someone like Gobert, um, you know, uh, w- w- one of the better rim protectors in the league with, with height who can really rebound the hell out of it and, and can, you know, bring you some stuff offensively as, as a screener as well. Like, I think, I think there is a situation, or at least theoretically, if, 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 if you say, okay, we, we, we understand all the bad stuff that Trey Young brings in addition to, you know, the, the, awesome offensive output that he has like if you if you were if you're able to construct the perfect team around him then yeah i I could see a situation where he's back in the playoffs and he's back being successful but you have to do so much work to cover up for for what he does and you have to make sure that the players are cool playing with a guy like trey young like that's another thing that i just i don't like about his game like i don't think another star is ever going to really want to play with trey young i mean look we just talked about what's happened with john collins like he he barely does anything and, and i think that's kind of the issue when you've got a guy with such high usage rate um you know and 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 aside from, you, you you can do it in the right way like like when you look at you know someone like Jokic who's got an incredibly high usage rate even, even Luka you know he, he kind of pounds the rock a little bit too much uh, you know in that sort of trade category but those are two guys who um uh, like can 
their 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 assists and their their stats aren't as quite as inflated as as Trey's as you mentioned. Like they're actually doing this and passing the ball to sort of improve their teammates. It it it, it, it seems as though whoever plays with Trey uh, doesn't really uh, get better playing next to him. Like they no. they kind of disappear, no. and all those guys kind of have the same fucking stat lines every night. It's like Bogdanovich had twelve points off of a few threes. Fucking Hunter had twelve points. Capella, like everyone just kind of disappears yeah. into the background. So. We'll see. Uh, Trey Young's future is very interesting to me. I, 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 if if Landry Fields and Atlanta want to move off of him, we'll see who wants to sort of take that chance on him. But uh, he's he's just uh, again. I, I just think you know anything that happens to it in Atlanta around Atlanta, uh, including this coaching change, just just comes down to him. And and I just don't know. I don't know what other team uh, you know if, if they decide to move off him. Uh, you know, will we, we'll sort of take that risk and and if they're willing and if they understand all the shit they have to do to make up for him because it's a lot he's not exactly a uh uh you know smooth fit like like a guy like kevin durant uh, who can kind of fit into any situation so atlanta and trey young's future are going to be very interesting but i don't think it's uh i wouldn't be surprised you know we just talked about toronto i i wouldn't be surprised if atlanta you know every other day you look they're they're uh a spot further down in the standings because it seems like they're mailing it in this season for sure well, another team that uh, has seemed like it's mailed it in, we're going to just touch on them quickly before we end off the podcast here today. Uh, the Chicago Bulls, another <laughs> team that it, you know, even in the middle of uh, all of this craziness with these, uh, with the Hawks and the Raptors and uh, all the other teams that are jumbled up in the East, uh, even the Wizards, they're not even better than them. The Bull, and the Bulls are trying to be good. There's, they, they went all in. They thought they were going to be contenders uh, after that Vucevic trade. They thought that everything was going to be gravy, but they've been bad. Uh, you know, two and a half games back from the Wizards right now for the uh, the tenth seed, uh, and you know they're, they're only a game ahead of the Pacers in the twelfth seed. It doesn't look like the the playing. My the, the playing might literally be a pipe dream for the Bulls now, uh, and that's. Pretty horrible, and I, I no matter who they play in the uh, the plan uh, between the four teams that are in it right now with the the Heat, the Hawks, the Raptors, the Wizards, and the Knicks. Uh, you know the the Knicks are in the sixth seed, but you know the, the, the things could change there with the Heat. Uh, I don't really like their chances against any of these teams, uh, <laughs> and it just doesn't seem like, like on paper this team should have worked. Um, you know, obviously the Lonzo Ball injury was a, a huge uh, huge one. blow to them uh, as uh, as the season progressed, but. DeRozan, as much of an all-star, I guess, as he was this year, wasn't doing enough. Zach Levine and him, just two similar of players, which is something that we, I think we've kind of talked about before, yeah. uh, especially when the, the moves were kind of first made, that, you know, can these two coexist? And then you have the Vucevic move that, you know, you give up some assets, and then you probably would have been better off with Wendell Carter. Uh, oh, you yeah. know, at least have some defense. They both can stretch the floor. If not, Carter might be the better shooter at this point. Yep. Uh, and is about five or I think six or seven years younger than him. So yep. I, I think that the management, once again for the Bulls, has fucked them. Uh, something that has happened long, long before we were around. Uh, and uh, the, I think it's just going to continue that way. And I think this is just going to result in them blowing it up one more time. Again, just run it back, Turbo. They're going to... A clean house. DeRozan, I really hope, gets sent to a contender. Give that guy a fucking chance. I know. Uh, maybe you hold on to Levine, uh, but Vucevic, you'd think he has to be sent out as well. But again, another team at the trade deadline. Why are you sitting on your hands? Like, if you, I know. you need to have to make a move to get better or a move to get worse, you can't just sit there and be mediocre because next year, next offseason, nothing is going to change. You're going to have the same problems, and everyone is still going to be pissed off. So uh, I. 
I, I, as far as I, I'm concerned right now, Jordan, the only way to fix the bowls is to burn that whole shit to the ground. <laughs> it has to be done. You have to cleanse it uh, and just move on. Uh, I, even when it comes to their prospects they've got, you know, uh, Dasumu, uh, Project Pat, don't care. I, I don't believe really in any of them. Like, they're solid, above-average players, but, like, they don't have any building blocks for the future. Uh, I, I think maybe everyone but Levine you move, but even Levine, I don't know. He's going to have to find a way to be that second fiddle. Uh, I, I, it just seems like this is the one of the worst constructed rosters that I, I've seen in some quite time. And, uh, you know, a lot of potential there, but it just never worked. Yeah, I mean, they, they, they've lost six in a row. They play the Nets tonight. I don't think they beat the Nets tonight. We'll see. I mean, I don't know how motivated Chicago is even going to be. Like, they're just – like, it was – it's so it's so crazy, though, because it was literally the beginning of last season, right? I'm remembering this right, right? The the Bulls are back. Uh, you know, every oh, the vibes were great. They were in, like, second – that was the yeah, beginning yeah, of last that, season, DeRozan, right? DeRozan could win the MVP. Fucking hell. Like, yeah, things can really, really change uh, quick in the NBA. But, like, really the Lonzo Ball injury was – has been so, so fucking devastating for them. I mean, he he brings everything that they need. Point of attack defense, mm-hmm. uh, some fucking juice, some creativity offensively, um, and some fucking shooting. You wouldn't think that, like, Lonzo Ball, you'd be wishing for Lonzo Ball out there as a shooter, but they have no one who can hit a fucking mm-hmm. shot from three. Um, and, yep. and, and, and uh, I mean, you know, to, to give the front office credit, Matt, they went and signed Pat Bev, so I'm sure that'll solve all their problems. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. But, Hometown uh, kid. But, yeah. Yeah, congrats, Pat. Um, but, like... I'm coming home. They, coming they, home. Yeah, they'll give him a video tribute, I'm sure. But, um, like, mm-hmm. yeah, this this team, like... I just I just hate this team. Like, this team is so, like, bleh. Like, it is just... And, again, to, yeah. to be fair, having Lonzo out there, as crazy as this sounds, really changes the, the whole complexion. Like, when I lo- was looking at their team last year when they were good... Um, and it's also the fact that DeMar is a year older and that Zach Levine has, has mm-hmm. not quite looked like himself with the injuries he's dealt with. Vucevic is a year older and a guy who's just – he's just frustrating. Like it's almost like you know when, when he has his fucking 30 and 12 every sixth game, it's almost frustrating because it's like this is just – this is snake oil. This isn't even real. Like you're going to continue to be out there taking bad shots, yeah. um, you know, uh, barely running up and down the floor uh, and, and giving up how God knows how much on the other end. So like – when last year when Lonzo Ball was out there, when all those things were kind of you know less prominent and and uh, you know sticking out at you, like this team theoretically, because you know you had Alex Caruso out there, you know diving for for balls and like they were they were exciting, they they were fun, they had this sort of energy about mm-hmm. them, but that has just been completely stripped away, and everyone just seems to be playing uh, at, at sort of their worst level. Like there's no cohesion. Everyone's just kind of their own player. Uh, that brings their own stuff to the table, um, and 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 they've just continuously fallen short. And like that game against Indiana was so on on, on uh, right after Valentine's Day, right leading into the break before they got uh, smoked by Milwaukee, which no one was uh, you know surprised you know to 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 cap off this six game losing streak. But that Indiana game, they were up mm-hmm. by 26, 24, 26 points, and somehow choke it away and lose by four points at the end. And it's just. Losses like that, and that wasn't even the first time recently that they had done that. They they also blew a lead against Indiana, you know, a couple weeks before that, a big lead, and they've just mm-hmm. they've had no no cohesion, no spirit, absolutely nothing, and 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 their their quote unquote stars, Levine and DeRozan, have not come to rescue them, them like they did a lot uh, last season in close games, um, and yeah. they've just. Yeah, I, I don't know what they do because they don't even have any sort of real incentive to tank because they don't control their draft no, picks. So, have, yeah, yeah. So it's like, 
and and yeah, it, it really did baffle me that they didn't somehow make some some kind of move to improve because again, go back go back to the Raptors or even you know look team like the the Lakers who made these big moves uh, you know to, to to fill out their roster like you you don't even have to make that even many, just some depth yeah any even just one move like the Raptors did or even like yeah. you look around the league can can make a world of difference so the fact that of all teams the Bulls stand pat six game losing streak going into the the fucking All Star break they they've got no one new to show for it except for Patrick fucking Beverly. Uh, it's, it's, it's one of the saddest stories in, in the league. Like, I, I just don't see, I don't see how they, they, uh, you know, they, 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 they maybe Atlanta in free fall and maybe Washington will decide they're going to tank. Maybe that'll help them out, but they're, they're not making yeah. any noise. They're not doing anything. There's, there's no vibes. There's no fun. And, and, and you're right. The biggest thing for them is it's not like they're failing because they're playing their young players a lot. Like Desunmu's not even playing as much as he was last year, um, or at least it seems that way. Like he's, he's not really uh, out there yeah. in the rotation quite as much. Pat Williams has shown some stuff, but um, he's still a guy not as far along as you would have hoped. So it's just, it's you're just watching veterans get crushed out there. It's really sad. <laughs> Yeah, well, uh, you know, we'll, we'll keep an eye on the Bulls. Who knows? Maybe they'll turn it around in the back half of the season, but uh, <laughs> doubt it. I, I highly doubt it. Uh, let us know at Big Dog Ball Talk what you think the uh, the Bulls and the Hawks should do uh, moving forward. Should Trey Young be moved? Should uh, the Bulls blow it up? Uh, how, how do we fix these franchises? Let us know at Big Dog Ball Talk as well as your predictions for the second half of the season. Yeah. Uh, and also some X-Men talk. Yeah, uh, give us the if, X-Men if talk. If you're a comic book nerd, uh, regale us in the tales of uh, Cyclops and uh and what's that one guy's name? Beast? Oh, Way yeah, back. yeah. That's his name, Beast. Yeah. Smart, though. Smart smart cookie, man. Uh, but uh, get at us at Big Dog Ball Talk, uh, and we'll, uh, we'll talk to Max Men. But uh, until then, we'll be back on Monday's podcast. Uh, yeah. In the meantime, uh, actually, you know what? I, I think yeah, I hope this wasn't going to be your, uh, your, your, your saying, your sign off here today, Jordan. Uh, and, and everyone out there, uh, you know. Feel free to wish uh, our producer Alex Skoskis oh, a happy birthday. That'll right. be his, uh, his birthday this weekend. Tomorrow, so, right? Uh, yeah, tomorrow. Saturday. Yep, tomorrow. Happy uh, birthday, yeah, Alex. So happy birthday to, to Mr. Laskusk and uh, everybody else uh, should also get Adam uh, get him uh, get him a happy birthday. Uh, but the Matt Acorn and Jordan Flegel for Big Dog Ball Talk. And as my good friend Jordan always says. Yes, yeah, so I was going to mention a shout out to, to Alex. So happy birthday, Alex. Uh, love you, man. Uh, well done on the pod. Uh, you know, all this, all this. <laughs> All this stuff. No, this isn't it. This isn't it. This is a quick aside before I go into it. But uh, uh, all the uh, all these this amazing audio uh, that's uh, you know our, our smooth voices coming through. We actually we sound actually horrible. Uh, we are uh, Alex. You know, pitches our voice, changes it all up to, to make us sound uh, as good as we do. But uh, what I was gonna say actually. So happy birthday, Alex. But um, radio. Go get the. <laughs> Go get the uh, Siakam Swirl uh, uh, McFlurry, man. That shit's mm. good. It's delicious. Mm. Have you had it yet? It's great. You had it. I had you it. Had it. I, I had didn't it. know it was a thing until this morning. It's 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 it's, it's amazing. It's it's simply a McFlurry with crushed up uh, red Smarties. <laughs> but you know what? Nice. It tastes nice. it tastes like uh, tastes you know. A, a, tastes like Siakam. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It tastes like a night out, uh, you know, at the Scotiabank Arena, man. It's uh, you know it, it transports you. Uh, the, the the viral marketing or whatever. Uh, has worked on me again, even though it's you know, nothing special in there. But it, it's good, man. It's good. It's good to have a McFlurry. Um, you know, you can hold it and do a little spin move like they do in the commercial. It's cool. Mm-hmm. Hey, um, oh, got McDonald's. one. McDonald's sponsor. Yeah. <laughs>